I pulled my journal out and I wrote on the page, I'm afraid to die. And like almost immediately, like some of that pressure came off me. It's like, oh, shit. And then so I put a notch under, you know, that I'm afraid to die. And I started to like list all the reasons why like I'm afraid to die. Hey, you feel that? You are now tuned into You Feel That with Bryce the Third. Yo, 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 and welcome to You Feel That with Bryce the Third, the show where we aim to turn your I can't into I got this by providing you with tools and ways of looking at life that empower you emotionally and mentally, no matter what field you are in. AKA emotional wellness for the rest of us. I, of course, am your host, Bryce the Third. We're going to call this episode Vignettes. Sort of like my single. If you haven't heard it, it's called Vignettes. But I got a concept from my friend Jay. And she had told me, you know, about vignettes, uh, poetry or just a style of writing where it's like mm, there are multiple pieces that make the whole it's just little snapshots of the inside of maybe the author's mind or the inside of the creator's mind. Or it's like they don't necessarily like weave into each other. They're just kind of just commentary on what's going on at this moment and and what's going through the author's mind. And I, I like that for this episode. I think that. Uh, we're just going to talk about, <clears throat> and I like that for this episode. I feel like that's a dope ass concept. I feel like once you get to like episode 20, it's like, bro, we about to just, we about to just go crazy. Just wiggle and be a noodle with the, the, the structure, like figure out what can we do? So that's what this episode is. Vignettes. You ready? All right. All right, I'm pulling these these cards, these healing editions cards of We Are Not Really Strangers. And the card I pulled, it says, if you're trying not to think about it, it's probably time to heal it. Hmm. That might that might hold some truth. It might hold some truth. A lot of times it'd be the thing that is like, no, no, that I'm running from, that I want to feel better about, that I want to uh, not look at that. Let me just go. Eh, I don't want to look at that. Let me just eat. Uh, no, I don't want to look at that. Let me just call. Like those be the things that once we lean into them, one, they're not even as scary as we think they are. See, to think about things that we don't have any familiarity with is that they become these monsters that are really probably scarier than we we could we than they really are for real. Like take take for instance, I was having this crazy ass anxiety. Uh, it was just a lot of anxiety. I was riddled with anxiety, and it led to like this big ass panic attack. Like I was in the midst of having a panic attack, and I pulled my journal out and I wrote on the page, "I'm afraid to die." And like almost immediately, like some of that pressure came off me. It's like, oh, shit. And then so I put a notch under, you know, that I'm afraid to die. And I started to like list all the reasons why like I'm afraid to die. And at that point in time, it was because, you know, financially, I don't feel like my kids will be taken care of. Like I would want them to if I, if I wasn't here. Uh, I'm young where I come from. A lot of people die young. And that's kind of just always been something that I thought about. Um, there's so much for me to accomplish. I do, in essence, I want to be seen as a well-respected creator. And I don't feel like those accolades have come yet whatever it was that I wrote down. But then as I continue to write them down, it just like the, the heaviness of the concept that I had been avoiding for so long. And it had, had, had caused a panic attack. Like it was so big on me that it caused this panic attack. 
like once I looked at it, like it, it dissipated for real. It dissipated for real and it made it like not as scary as it as it is. So when it says if you're trying not to think about it, it's probably time to heal it. Yeah, I would I would agree. I would agree. Uh, there was another concept that I had been avoiding for a while and it was one that ha- had hit me recently, but it had been a little less apparent that I was avoiding this one. The way that my avoidance would manifest would be in like me being late to certain things or me waiting to the last moment. Like just these weird self-sabotaging habits that I had. And like when I really looked into it, like, I, I guess I, I guess these were the ways that I was running from it or I, I don't know. But like when I really decided to investigate like thoroughly and look into it, I was like, oh, shit, I'm afraid to lead like me, Bryce, the third who puts himself at the front of everything, the voice of all the things like the face of everything. Like, I'll do it. I'll represent that. Like, I'll I'll speak for it. I can make it sound so clear. I can, you know, that guy like he's afraid to lead. It's like, oh, shit. And that was kind of weird when I seen that. But then it just became less scary the more I looked at it. And then I came to the conclusion like, oh, I can be I can be afraid and lead at the same time. (laughs) I can be scared and actually like really step up to the plate for real at the same time. Instead of this whole thing where I'm scared, but I don't want nobody to know that I'm scared. I want everybody to think that I got it all figured out. But then I'm showing up like 10 minutes late or then I'm showing up, you know, delivering a product that I completed like 10 minutes before I got here. Like, nah, 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 nah. Let's do it. Let's do it all the way. Let's put like all 10 toes into it and let's like fucking do it scared. Let's let's do it with typos. Let's do it uh, with all the ugliness. But let's fucking do it and let's do it all the way. I was like, whoa. Whoa, such a such a revelation. But yeah, no, it's if you're trying not to think about it, it's probably time to heal it. And I think I would agree. I would agree with that. So there was this girl this one time and she had stopped messing with me because she said that a dream had told her like not to mess with me at at the capacity that she was messing with me in. And I was like, okay, but like immediately, like initially, like I was like, well, why? Like, fuck your dream. (laughs) Like, fuck your dream. Like, I, I like you. I want you. And I like you. But then after time had passed, it was just like, well, time, like time passed, but also like my heart seeks truth. And the truth of the matter is, is that we all live in our own truths. So I might disagree with what your dream told you, and I might disagree with the importance of dreams. But whatever it is that you've come to decide as important for your life is important. And for me, that's important. Like, I need you to respect and honor that. And I'm going to do my best to to show up in, in honor of you honoring yourself. And I think this is a thing that uh, we can we can deal with when we talk about like perceptions and realities and you know we tend to point the finger because this person did this to me or why would they do this and and the people that i try to i tend to try to stay away from the most is the ones that like get offended so easy because it's just i just really feel like there's so much understanding to be had there's so much understanding to be had and i know i know it's hard to have like the extreme understanding where it's like okay this person you know killed this person or this person raped this person and i'm i'm you know i, I guess i should have put like trigger warnings before i said stuff like that but like i deal in extremes and it's like yeah i mean one i'm not in that circumstance right now so i don't have to deal with that in that context specifically but that's like where people tend to jump to like not everybody deserves your understanding and it's just like i it's not even for them <laughs> It's not even for them. It's for me to allow me to allow life to be what life is. 
Like life is going to be what it is regardless. It's when I can't understand that it is that way is that like then I begin to push against life. So in the context of, you know, that situation with that girl, like I could have pushed back and, you know, been real nasty and mean about it. And it's like I wouldn't want nobody to do that to me or, or offer a space or allow a space where I couldn't be expressed or I felt like you i i felt like i'm demeaned because of what it is that i've become uh, attuned to in my own life so it's just like nah you know uh yeah no i I definitely understand and and you know you treat people with respect and treat people with understanding and the circumstances with understanding and i think that allows for us to kind of open like the secret door to like wellness like the secret door to peace like the secret door to prosperity, like the secret door to synchronicities and things just working exactly how they're supposed to work. When we don't fight against life, when we don't like have to stranglehold life, uh, we can allow it to be what it is. And me, me and me and that girl are me and that woman are are, are still good friends. So uh, there's that. Did you all know that I started as a rapper? Yeah, I did. Bryce the third started as a rapper. Cause I am a rapper, you know, but that's all it was. Like, that's all it was. Like I was working at a plant and uh, I got sober, came home from rehab. Uh, I actually went to rehab on on the plants dime. Like they had this uh, employee assistance program and they sent me to rehab. And so that that was cool. And when I came back, I was promised a job. And then when I got back, it was like, what the fuck have I been doing my whole life? (laughs) Like I came back to this gig that's like, no, this is not even who I am, but I was just discovering who it was that I was. And I think this is the scary thing, too, about about asking like a lot of a lot of us don't even ask, like, what do I want? Because the scary thing about asking, what do I want, is that when the answers come, I'm responsible for like fulfilling and being in alignment with those answers that come back. And if I'm not, then like, of course, like what ends up happening is I, I suffer. But it's it's so easy when I'm ignorant of what it is that I want, because I don't even know who the fuck I am. Like, I've just been floating my whole life. And that's cool. I don't even want to look at that. Now, nah, I don't say nothing about that. I don't want to sit down and think about it. I don't want to journal. I don't want to meditate. Like, nah, I don't want to stop getting high. I'm just going to numb it up. I know it's a lot that I've been through. Like, if I stop right now they're gonna all that stuff gonna catch up to me like that's why a lot of people don't look and ask like what do i want what do i want in life but when we ask like what what do we want in life the answers that come back like now we're responsible for uh aligning with those answers or else we suffer so but that's what ended up happening i was in this plant and uh I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And so I try to do all of this fucking, all of this fucking money making shit. Like I did Amazon, I did eBay, I did, I did all type of crazy stuff. Like, and, and I was leading with money. Like, what can I do to get money to supplement my income from this soul sucking gig that I want to just get the fuck out of right now? And nothing was working like nothing was working because I didn't have the patience because I needed to get up out of there. And that's what I, that's what my main focus was, was like the money. So my kid's mom at the time uh, we were together and I, I, I asked her or she asked me, like, what would you do if you could do anything? And I've, I've always written. I've always been, you know, uh, into music. I've always gone crazy with music, but like I never gave it a go go for real. So I was like my music. 
She was like, give it a, like, give it a year, give it your all in, in a year. And if doesn't nothing come from it, then you can't say you didn't try. And fast forward. Now look at me. <laughs> Podcast host, author, still making fire ass music. Um, and you know, but that just goes to show like the path, man, the path. It isn't until we embark on our journey that we begin to turn over stones and see what all lessons lie up under those stones and what all strengths that we possess. Like who knew that just like my rap, my music, like would lead me to being an expert communicator, would lead me to being someone who is passionate about empowering the community and empowering people to be emotionally and mentally well. Like who knew that I would be led here and to be able to be in a room talking to everybody in the world, but technically in here by myself, holding a conversation with myself. Like who knew that I would be the person that could build a, a a chapter of a nonprofit out in in Detroit? Who knew that I would be the person that they would go to for creative social media outreach? Like who knew? Who knew? Who knew that I'd be that guy that you found, however you found, and then have tapped into? And hopefully, some of his teachings have improved and strengthen your ability to show up for life on life's terms. And it's just like this just started with a guy asking himself, like, what what do I want? What do I want? So uh, in this part of this vignette, I, I, I would ask you to call to action. I, I'd ask you to ask yourself, what do you want? Like, what do you want? What is important to you? Don't be afraid of the answer that comes back and honor that answer when it comes back. Honor that answer. You may change a lot of lives. All right, I'm pulling another card. <clears throat> What have you been avoiding that deserves your attention? Why have you been avoiding it? Nah. <laughs> you got to realize like how weird this is. Like this is a podcast, right? But I'm technically not even fucking talking to anybody. I'm technically sitting here talking to myself and the strength in communication that has been cultivated by me just being in a room by myself, coming up with concepts and tools and all other type of things to talk about with nobody here. This is like, this is like the gladiator. This is like where, where you build all of your strength and your skill. Like there's, I will never be in conversation and, and there will be dead space. That isn't, isn't appropriate. I mean, I've learned that the spaces in communication are imp as important as the words. And sometimes I just need to shut the fuck up and listen. But I think this speaks to how important it is to like show up, mm -hmm. to show up. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what type of skill you're going to cultivate. I've been doing this shit since 2014, 2015. And I remember when I first started, I, I'm going to share a clip with y'all too. I remember when I first started, like I was saying thank you after my video. Like I was... It was nasty. It was ugly. It was choppy. It was bad. But anybody who has ever been good at anything like once was garbage at it. So whatever it is that you consider your field that you want to get into or that you want to be great at, like do it now. Like stop waiting for somebody to come grab you and, and throw you in the pit because this is all they're going to do. They're just going to throw you in a room with a microphone and tell you to talk to yourself. You know, like I believe in you. Now go do this shit that you could have been doing w without me. Right. Like put yourself on, like create the opportunity for you to develop and cultivate the strengths that will allow for you to show up 
in your life in a way that you can depend on you and that you can propel you to whatever level it is that you're looking to go to. All right, so there's a story that I love about this town's guy, and he stays in this town, and he has a son. So he's in the town, and one day, a herd of horses come to his farm. And so all the townspeople are like, oh, wow, how lucky you are to have all these horses come into town and come to your farm. And he's like, eh, good luck, bad luck. Eh. And then so the next day, the, the son of the townsman is breaking the horses. And he falls off one of the horses and breaks his leg. And then so the townspeople come in. Oh, you got all these horses. But how how bad luck it is that your son will break his leg trying to train these horses. And the town's guy was like, oh, good luck, bad luck. Mm. And then uh, the third day they went to war. The whole country went to war and all of the townspeople's kids got drafted into the war. And except for the townsman's son and all the people came around. It's like, oh, your son didn't get drafted. How good luck you have. And the townsman was like, good luck, bad luck. Mm. <laughs> and that just goes to show like we don't know how shit going to work out. We don't know how shit going to work out. So let's do our best to cultivate wellness in our lives that allow for us to show up for life. However it is that life shows up allow for us to not have to get in the way of life's process and allow life to process exactly as it does. Because the thing that you might see as bad luck, when you see it as bad luck, you're going to rail against it. And when you rail against it, now you're getting involved with life. And you may be the cause for why this thing really was bad luck. You, you, uh, you ever you ever met somebody who's like uh, something was bad to them and because it was bad to them, they became a part of the problem? Uh, if you haven't met anybody like that, like go back to 2012 and then meet Bryce because Bryce was that dude. We don't have to be a part of the problem anymore. And is there a problem? Is there ever problems? Or is it just life being what life is? And can we get into the flow of life and allow for the life to be what the life is for the for the cattle to come for the horses to come in for our son to, to fall off the horse for our son to not get drafted for like for all of these things that happen in life can we allow for it and, and can we and can we be here with it can we be here with it i think that's enough i think that's enough vignettes for today it's a cool ass episode just a cool ass idea uh, i think i think i feel like those who listen to this episode will probably even get to know me a little bit better because uh, there's a lot of structure to the episodes and uh, a lot of point to the episodes where this one, eh, not too much of a point, but an opportunity to kind of dig inside of my mind in the way that I, I process this, this experience that we're living in. So before we get about it here, if you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and review, that'll be scrumptious. If you use if you use the little text box and, and leave me a paragraph like that'd be crazy good because people come to Apple Podcasts and see those paragraphs. and It's like, oh, I got to listen to this. Also, you can go to subscribe to the YouTube and you can see these videos as they come out, as well as anything else that I may do. Because like I said, I'm a rapper. I might drop a music video on your head. I will be dropping visuals this year, though. So you might want to tap in for them because they are crazy. Also, my book, The Handbook, is out now. You can click in the link of this podcast description, wherever it is that you are looking at this podcast or listening to this podcast, and grab your copy today. Share this podcast with five people who just want to hear somebody ramble crazy uh, ramblings. The ramblings of a madman. Follow me on social media at Bryce the Third. 
and at You Feel That Podcast. And as always, be intentional, love on each other, and have compassion for your process. I'll catch you next time on You Feel That? The Bryce the Thing. Thank you.